Five minutes. Your awareness may be powerful enough to control your instincts. Your instinct will be to remove your hand from the box. It's your girl, Mish, and welcome to another episode of the Love Mish Podcast. of the love mish podcast on today's episode after two years (laughs) partially my fault we are finally doing a podcast episode with mama Mama i'm so excited for you guys to hear this episode i have been dying to do this podcast and i'm so excited that we are finally able to do it I have some um, pre-scripted questions for mom, and we're just going to go over those questions and just let her answer however spirit leads, and we are going... Oh, wait. I will let her introduce herself. So, Mama Bear, let everybody know your name, how we met, and then we'll get into the episode. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I am Darlene, Jamisha's mom. We met in my womb. She's my special child, one of a kind, mm-hmm. my only toodaloo. <laughs> Lately, she is Sunflower Rosemary. Absolutely. All right, so we are going to get into the podcast episode. So I did part one where I uh, read the poem. Mom actually heard the podcast and she just loved it. I had tears in her eyes. So now we are going to follow up with her questions and if you haven't heard, you can go back and listen to Papa Bear. This is going to be Mama Bear. And then we'll have a bonus episode with the both of them. All right. So, first question. How did you do it? How did you do it? Oh, um. I guess there's a lot that goes into that. Yeah, let's unpack what? It. what 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 tools you were given mm-hmm. and the relationship that you grew and the titles that you have, how did you do it? Is that better? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I guess I need to back up okay. to unpack this. <laughs> okay. I'm also a mother of four. Yes. A bonus daughter. Yes. And I'm also a wife. Yes. Oh. Too many. Yes. Second moms to a lot. Yes. Of girls. Uh huh. So now let's unpack okay. that. Thank you. Uh, well, I guess there's nothing to it but to do it. My mm-hmm. journey started at uh, around 10 years old. Yes. With my older sister being pregnant, mm-hmm. teen mom, and back then, uh, it was just a given. Family was, you know, all you had. So it was just a given. If anybody had uh, a struggle or a challenge, it was just a given that the whole family was going to pitch in. Absolutely. And you just play your role. Right. So that was my first step into 
second mom who yes. a first mom who yes. raising my my nephew. At 10. Okay. And uh at eleven. Eleven. Adding a niece to the mix. <laughs> so responsibility. Uh-huh. Um, I've had that for a long oh, time. Yeah. I was the oh, yeah. um youngest of six. Mm-hmm. And uh I I found God at a young age, and that was my refuge. I would get up on Sunday mornings. Mm -hmm. Thank God my church was just around the corner, Mm -hmm. well, like Cattle Corner to where I live. And I would get up, get myself dressed, and go to church because if I didn't know anything Uh else, I knew that God would protect me or that's who I can go to. So I credit a lot with my faith. There you go. My belief in God, you know, strengthening me and giving me the knowledge of how to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And just every year, you know, or years, another niece or nephew came. Uh Just more responsibilities, you know. (laughs) Back then, your mom worked. Yeah. You know, we was latchkey kids. Stay at home. Yeah. Nobody knew you was there because you didn't oh. make all that noise. You didn't answer the phone at the doors. Okay. So being responsible, I think, played a lot in it. So fast forward mm-hmm. after, you know, raising nieces and nephews, by the time we had our mm-hmm. first, you know, Been there we was kind of like toes at that time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I was a teen mom, mm-hmm. so my mom and sister uh-huh. stepped in and was the village so that I can still yes. go to school and play sports. Absolutely. So, you didn't miss out. Um, that was my, my help uh-huh. in that aspect. And um, teen mom, still in school. Yeah. Uh, father and I, James is her father. Uh-huh. My boyfriend being still now. Absolutely. Um, we just <laughs> we just did what we had to do right then to make it work. You know, he took his turn, I took my turn, yeah. you know, and we made it work. Together. Fast forward to our second child. Uh-huh. He was married and yes. on our own. Uh-huh. And that's when life Okay. <laughs> we moved away from the village. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so we kind of like had to start learning. A little more responsibility. On the fly. Yeah. You know, how to handle this or how to handle that. Gotcha. And also, we still in the faith, you know. Uh-huh. My church family played a big role. Oh, yeah. We grew up there. To, uh, <laughs> sermons and we had the older women in the church. Yes. That would help us young women. You know, back then you can go to them to get... Uh, counseling and, and just little secrets and tidbits on parenting mm. and how to be a good wife, you mm. know, mother. So I attributed to I had the village. Yes. I had the village surrounding me and we just did it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome. I just want to comment on that. I think the village has kind of died down a little bit. I don't think it's what it used to be. Maybe we rely on social media or internet too much more. Um, more so than what y'all had back then. Maybe as times change. Because was it daycare really popular back then? Now we drop them on off daycare. I think it was more, uh, uh, like you said, the tribe back then. Okay, so next question. Uh, however deep or light or ho- however you feel to answer is perfectly fine. And if you don't understand it, I'll try to give it differently. Why did your story differ from your mom's? My story different from... And I know everybody's story is going to be different. So not right. to say that. You know, it has to be because we're all 
different. I think the main difference between uh, my family's and my husband and I's mm -hmm. journey is growing up, I guess that would go back to the previous question, we didn't have the role models to show us as far as relationship, uh, positive relationships, how um, a man's supposed to treat a woman, uh, what's the woman's role or part or contribution in the marriage or relationship. So we kind of knew like what not to do or what we didn't want. Mm -hmm. And we just used that as the foundation of okay. what our relationship, marriage, life, and family would look like. Yeah. So we kind of like just figured it out as we went along. You know, okay. nowadays, you know, you got all these self-help books, know. you got podcasts, know. you know, you got conferences that you can go to. Yeah. But we kind of like, kind of like just figured it out as yeah. we went along, you know, from... The church and our morals, uh, standards, the compasses, uh -huh. um, you know, what we would or wouldn't do. Okay, so I, I think maybe y'all paved the way for us. Because it's y'all that are the gurus or the ones holding the ceremonies and stuff like that to tell us how y'all got to 30 years. So y'all had to tread through the muds to be able to give us those jewels mm -hmm. so that we can go further. So thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. And I think that goes back to same as you would answer. Perhaps grandma them was the same way they didn't have, you know, mm -hmm. especially if we just came off the fields. You know how I feel about that. Okay. Okay. So the next one. Um, I don't know what I was trying to say there. I'm going to skip that one. How did you know that dad was the one? Da, da, da. Now we heard his side. I even hear your side. Well, I you. Even being as responsible as and I were, were and taking care of nieces and nephews, my husband just brought to uh, mind, even before our second child, right after we got married, I was 19 and you had just turned 20. Uh, a month after that, uh, we took in his three nephews and... That was a big shock yeah. from, you know, my mom and sister being a big hand and mm -hmm. helping raising our first child to all of a sudden, mm -hmm. I'm pregnant and now we have these three oh, yeah. preteen, think, 10, 10, 9, and I think Pre four, four-year-old boys. <laughs> that was a challenge, you know. It's one thing to help out. But you also know you got somebody, you can take them back home, and you can go in the room and say, hey, they're not listening, <laughs> but now these kids are Lord. here, what do you do? Yeah. Um, How did you know dad was the one? So even with that, the boys there, just seeing him, um, when the, uh, what do you call them, counselors? The, the social worker, social worker social worker even coming to us with the uh notion of taking them in and just seeing how no hesitation he was like uh yeah because i'm not going to let them go to foster home i'm not going to let them be uh separated so 
it was like we didn't even have to have a discussion yeah because it's like even if I didn't know where my life was go or how it would be I uh-huh. believed in him oh. and his vision so that was you know able for me to to bike him up and Absolutely. saying yeah we'll do that so leading to that how uh-huh. I knew he was the one mm-hmm. I did it at first. <laughs> I was the little girl being as responsible, I like I was saying, as I were. I was still a 13-year-old little girl. I, I still play with baby dolls. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I know that's a shock. You don't hear that these days. But I still played with my baby dolls. I still went on trips. So I was a girl girl. Playing hopscotch and jump rope with my little friends. Absolutely. Um... And I think at 14, he, he, 13, I kept trying to ice me out. And it's like, I can't even take phone calls. So I, how am I going to have a boyfriend? So at 14, like then you had school play, play boyfriends. Yes. Um, he just started telling everybody, you know, that I was his girlfriend. He mm-hmm. told his best friend that I was going to be his wife. Oh. He already prayed for it. And he will pray and ask the Lord to let me know that I'm supposed uh-huh. to be his wife. <laughs> and back then, writing love letters was a big thing. Yes. I'm a writer. Yes. And um, I yes. wrote him one. And it's always, I can write three, four, five pages just like that. Uh-huh. And I'll get like a half a page. Uh-huh. <laughs> but on one reply, you know, he was uh, wrote me. And what caught me was so like, sweet. he was like, it's not going to be this way always. Exactly. Um, the Bible says the first shall be the the first shall be last, and the last shall uh-huh. be first. Um, Our time coming. And he he was a, a faith believer. I was. You Absolutely. Know, we both didn't even know we was both in the church at the time. Yes. I was sitting there reading his Bible, but in yes. the letter, he wrote like, "Don't worry about it. You uh-huh. know, I'm going to take care of you. Anything you need." And then he said, "And if your mom needs anything at all." All she has to do is just ice, and I would do whatever is in my will to get it for her. And I was like, damn, ah, he's the one. Uh-huh. So that was kind of like my first indication of like, oh, a real boyfriend, someone to take care of me, um, someone I can grow up with. And that little sentence right there, confirmation, was like if he not only concerned about me, mm-hmm. but my mom, yeah. and by then my role models, I always see brother, uh, son-in-laws, and mother-in-laws hate each other, mm. not wanting to do have anything to do with each other. And for him to be like, I would take care of your mom. Mm-hmm. That was like to me like a treasure. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like put a period mm-hmm. there, a placeholder, to come back to. That was to your know. confirmation. But yeah, so Aww. that's that letter right there, and I still have it today. And every now and then, I tell him, "You didn't even pull out my letter." <laughs> Until this day, it's going to be 40 years. Woo! 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 35 years. I know that's right. And I always tell him, I'll pull that letter out, but he has lived that. Yeah. To this day, he has lived it. Even when him, he and my mom was at odds. Mm -hmm. 
and the common denominator was me. Oh yeah, they fighting over you. Fighting over <laughs> attention. Yeah. Well, that old boy now until mm-hmm. he's never been disrespectful. No. He would get angry. He would yeah. even walk away. He would even like storm away. He would just yeah. be like, "Okay, we fist to go to get breathe. home." He's never said anything bad about my mother yeah. to me, That's even respect. though I know it's stuff she can say that can make me upset. Mm-hmm. Then I know that's my husband, how he has to be yeah. feeling. But for him, to, his character and the way he carries it, yeah, oh, that's that respect. He's an exception. Absolutely. He is an exception that's to the rule. Daddy. Why, thank you. Okay, so let me go on to the next one. Oh, wait, I had a comment on that. So, in our generations, you guys are making 30 years, 40 years, 50 years. Well, that's dwindling in this like first marriage, second marriage, third marriage. <laughs> so I commend you guys because you say marriage is something what you work at you every work day. And I'm like, oh, every day. every day. Yeah. And we will always say it like um, early in our marriage, we would say like we have disagreements. We say, excuse me, we would say marriage is like um, stock, like your portfolio. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't, uh, just because a stock might uh, go down one day, you don't necessarily just, oh, I'm going to just pull out all my money out of that stock. You would kind of like invest yeah. and you would, um, you would put more investment in it and you would, you know, ride it out of sea. So sometimes true. you make a gain, sometimes you have a loss. Mm-hmm. And we would always say, you know, marriage should be like an investment. Hmm. Continue to invest in your marriage. That can be um, making, uh, set aside quality time for just you and he. Yes. Uh, going on vacation. Yes. To make sure that you make uh, the both of you a priority in Whatever's going on, because we all know that the time we're living in now, everybody's so super, super busy, and it's so easy to get lost, your relationship get lost in the shuffle, yeah. and we would use analogy saying, like, he and I is, like, at the opposite end of a table, and all this noise is in between us, and we're trying to get to each other. So we had to find a strategy on how can we quiet down the noise yes. so that we can hey, like you run in slow motion toward each other to reach each other. Yes. So I think um, con- consciously making uh, a choice to make each other a priority is a big thing. And I think we live in such an I generation right yeah. now till everybody's, you know, yeah. what's in it for me for instead me. of, you know, us. what's us, you know, like saying 50-50. No, there's no 50-50. Sometimes it can be 80-20, and that's not a bad mm. thing, but I see people look at it negative, but we look at it as too. I may be sick and in bed and, and can't do the things that I normally do, and he may not only wash dishes, he may wash the clothes, he might tidy up, and that day might be 80% for him, and it might be 20 for me because I'm down. But people think 50-50, okay. he give 50 and I give 50, but we like, no, we just fit in wherever the need yeah, is that we can we feel. Total 100. So it never may okay. not be 50-50 all the time. It can go up and yeah. it can come down, and sometimes we can meet 50-50. But if you're filling in wherever that need is, those numbers, hmm. those numbers might not match up 50-50 all the time. Okay. And if people realize yeah, that, that instead of, I'm going to get out uh, or I'm going to give him what he's given me. Yeah. And you always going to have those that scale unbalanced. Yeah. So just fill in wherever the need is. And if you have it, if you better doing money management, <laughs> take over that role. If you the better shopper, mm-hmm. take over that role. There's no yeah. stereotypes of a woman does this and a man does that. I say fill in wherever the need is. 
that you can feel. Okay. And that's what makes it so much easier. So to worry about beautiful. who's doing the most. Yeah. So let's, hey, let's both do our parts and then look. Oh my God, that was such a jewel. I never heard anybody say it like that. Ma, that's such a jewel. And I also wanted to comment, both of you have faith at a very young age. Mm-hmm. And like you mentioned, going to church and just getting that counsel. I know previously we were talking about uh, how how you learn from the church. And what I mentioned is we may have internet, YouTube, all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But that wise faith mm-hmm. con- yes. uh, counsel, mm-hmm. I think it's really what's mm-hmm. missing in today's because society. Because a lot of people is getting their advice and counsel from there. But... You yeah. look at it, it's 95% of the time when people post and they're only posting the good stuff. Yeah. They're not showing that how we just had this big knockdown disagreement. Yeah. But when the camera comes on, it's, oh, everything's happy-go-lucky. Mm-hmm. But if you got people in your life, like I thank God, one person I won't mm-hmm. call the name, That's but fine. oh my God, mm-hmm. that can counsel me. Yeah. To be the best wife I can be yes. at a time yeah domestic abuse and you can still tell me but go home and fix him a dinner go home and make sure his clothes is clean but i'm looking at what your husband is doing but you can still give wife wise counsel i don't think we're getting that today we're We're only showing the better side of us not the good the bad and the ugly and i think that was missing because if i didn't see that Mm -hmm. when i do see her bike happy yeah happy i would never know what that other side is but i know Oh my God, marriage can be like that. Yeah. And you can pray and stick it out, you know, if the Lord if, is telling you uh-huh. or whatever. Or that teaches you how to, yeah. even if the chips are down, uh-huh. I'm going to be the best version of me that I can be, even though I'm going through. That's beautiful. And we don't see that. No, we just see, is- hey, put on the, the happy face. Mm-hmm. Everything is happy. Hashtag happy. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. It's not, Mom. Nor is it healthy. It's not. And like you said, even praying and staying, it's, oh, well, I'll just go find somebody else just like the leave generation. Mm-hmm. So you guys really uh, stuck it out. So those are just my comments. I'll go to the next question. Yeah, we got the generation of I quit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, this is the generation of I quit when we was like the generation, what can we do to make it work? You know, <laughs> we was the, the struggle. Let's struggle through this. Hey, because if we can use all these obstacles as stepping stones to the next level, we're learning from it and we're also growing. Mm. But if you just at the first time, I quit, I give up, I'm out. Oh my God. Nobody wants to put up the fight. You're not going to grow. But it's an investment. I'm not going to just, my stock is doing so well and it's one off day and it could be contributed to, it could be something else going on in the world. Mm -hmm. It's the reason why my stock went down. So, do I just cash my stock in even though I know that's temporary? That's temporary. No, because I know that Hold was just, just one day. Mm-hmm. Like uh, 9-11. Yeah. All the stocks went, but we know we wasn't going to have 9-11 or 9-12 uh-huh. or 9-13. That's just so one that's day. the same thing. That was whatever outside influence or or source that could have been cause of, of tribute, you know, tribulation in your marriage or disagreement. Then, hey, don't cash it in. Find out what can you do. Do you need to invest in more? Do you need to roll your your uh, uh, your portfolio? Do you need to uh, mix it up a little mm-hmm. bit? And that's all the marriage. What do you need to do? What way we need to invest that's in beautiful. our marriage? I like that. What do we need to roll over? Um, what do we need to decrease? Do we need to increase mm-hmm. investing this mm-hmm. or pull money out beautiful. of that? So yeah, marriage is forever. Analogy. We're forever learning, forever changing, mm-hmm. and. 
I think the picture that the public yeah. uh, uh, paint is mm -hmm. that marriage is just this beautiful Happy. thing and this is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. But no, marriage is a journey. And a journey can have different kind of terrain. Some sure can, can be smooth, some can be rocky. You just never know. You just got to, hey, persevere through it. As long as that's the person to go with it. As long as it. you're not getting hurt, you're yeah, not Yeah, I was abused, just going to say that. You're not being abused. Put up the fight. So I think our culture has two poles. And if it's supposed to be balanced, I think you guys have a beautiful balance of staying and stop portfolio like you were mentioning. It's either the leave that's not sticking it out or the staying when you should leave. So we've lost that. Mm-hmm wisdom yeah. to know when to stay or i guess when yeah. to leave that healthy balance okay well that was beautiful okay so let me see what the next one is um so you talked about that okay so you may have touched on this so if it's the same that's fine how did you know about marriage and how to keep it successful i know you mentioned faith I'm not sure if this piggybacked off of watching, you know, your watching grandma or your aunties or how we look at YouTube maybe today. What were y'all able to pull from? Is it still the church? Well, we could, I can add more to okay. it because not only was it the church, because even on the journey, well, I'll finish that. So church, you know, seeing, like I was saying, in our growing up, we just saw what not to do. Yes. This is what I don't want uh -huh. in our marriage. And I'm going to build so it the other way. Then we started trying to figure out what make it for us and then in church we have a um we have marriage ministry mm. and then uh bible study saints now for some reason it's it's the, the spirit your faith yeah we would get there and if we're going through something we would get in church and the answer would come through the pastor the bishop or whatever <laughs> we would be looking like did you go and have a meeting with him did you go and tell him our business or did you and we'll both be looking at each other this like, is for cell phones now right okay so we would look, be looking like, how do he know? And he preached this everything we just went through. And then he would preach like, this is how you're going to get through it. This is how you speed mm. in it. And we would be Spirit. like, we would always be teased like, that's microphone ministry. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, God, for whatever <laughs> reason, that's where the answer would come through. Because, you know, you have the older ladies that get younger women together, you yeah. know. And, hey, baby, if they see you, no, 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 baby, mm -hmm. you shouldn't do that. No, that's not a good look. Mm -hmm. But, you know, this is an easily offended generation. Know, so you hesitate when you see something and be like, even though you're like, oh, man, it's a gym. If she could just hear me, <laughs> oh, my God, this could make it so easy. But, you know, you like, you know, my, taking a breath. Yeah. Like, how is she going to respond? So you more amped to, like, not offer. <laughs> <laughs> because you don't want to be like, oh Lord, I, that's but the problem. Like, oh man, I've been there. She just do this one yeah. little thing. But sometimes even a person, you know, body language look, you'd be like, nope, yeah. ain't gonna do it. Yeah. I'll just pray for her. Yeah. So if we, so we get this generation that's like, get away from the old that offended me. Yeah. To oh, thank you, I can use that, or oh, thank you, but you know that's not my cup of tea. Yeah. At least be open for that. That's and now true. it's just like I don't want to hear nothing. You know, or, you, or everything isn't always going to be happy. Sometimes the truth is how it should be. It yeah. hurts things and it's going to do what it needs to do. Yeah. So you're right. And oh, my God. This is an easily offended generation. Offended and they generation. like, don't leave soft. Y'all made us soft. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. You know, we're, still, we're still going. Yeah. So just keep following the group. Yeah, you're that's true. Right. You're right. So still, there's <gasps> not rainbows and sunshine oh every day. God. But we're like, we're doing something right because you every day we it. make a conscious decision to say i choose you again I, you are my one and only 
you're still my one and only. Today, I still make you my one and only. You just called it. So you guys have the blueprint, and I think we're trying to make new ones when the one that's there isn't broken. I mean, at least look at the blueprint. At least can you look at the blueprint uh -huh. and see, I don't want a three-bedroom. I just want a two-bedroom. Okay. But at least if you see something don't start that's from broken, scratch. don't be offended if they're trying to just, you know, give you some gems or, okay. hey, this you might want to do it Mommy, this you're way. right. You're right. Y'all are the singers in the game. We should but be listening to y'all. We're looked at as old hoagie folk and no. we don't know anything. And we're like, but we're yeah. still doing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. We've reached milestones that you all hope to reach. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, y'all got it. Okay. Okay, so, yeah, you kind of answered that before and you wrapped it up. So, thank you. So, and the we're next. We're still learning. Even in we're going on 40 oh. years, how we still do it. We're still in. We're joined with Marriage Club. Yes, we still you did conferences. mention that. We do black love. We still today invest in, hey, this is not a vacation. This is, hey, this conference is on black love. We're going to see what, what tidbits and gems that they can go to, you know, to pour into us. So still right now today, we're still growing. seeking knowledge. We're still growing. We're counsel. Counseling helps. We're we're in council together and mm -hmm. counsel separately. Yes. That's another topic that's you know I love that. was taboo. Um, I love you that. Know, back then it was taboo. Yeah. But, oh my god, if we would have been in so council way back when, oh my yeah. god, some of the stuff we probably wouldn't even have we to go through. We didn't even know. But you know, that's it's better okay. to get it late than never. So gotcha. even you know, people say, Oh well, y'all been forty y'all got it. Yeah. No. <laughs> Anything is even more work because we feel like <laughs> We done went through book one, book two, book three. Okay, that worked uh, 10 years ago. It don't work today. But people don't realize. Oh, wow. You got to still reinvent, mm -hmm. reimagine. Mm -hmm. You still got the same thing that spiced it up. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. So it's still a reinvestment. You still have to re-enhance. Okay. You still got to learn each other as you change. You. And that is so true <laughs> because every year, every day sometimes, uh -huh. it's like... Something he just told me, I think, like a month a month ago. He was telling her daughter, and I was like, oh, my God, I never heard. She had never this heard This is my it. first time ever uh -huh. hearing that. But people think, uh -huh. oh, they're together, they got it. No, that's even more work because I know him. Mm -hmm. So now I'm walking because I know what offends him or what doesn't. So I'm more careful in my speech, my actions, where, you know, when you're young, everything is, oh, you know, butterflies and roses, oh, rainbows. Yes. And then when you get together, you don't do anything. But then when you learn those ticks and those quirks, mm -hmm. then you got to learn how to man um, maneuver, maneuver around it. them, you know, so that you can keep that bond together yeah. and not offend each other. Absolutely. So it's, I think the longer you're together, I think sometimes it's more work. Okay. I think it's more work. Okay. So let me just go back a moment. So when those times are down, because I'm even learning that everything's not going to be happy all the time, although that's my favorite emotion mm -hmm. to be in. Do mm -hmm. you learn? Because I learned the most from just the saddest stuff. I hate it. But that's where I tend to get my message or learning from. So within the marriage, do some of those tough times help build to go forward? Or could they have been avoided? Like, how do, how do you see them as all? We should have never had the argument, or I learned this from that argument, yeah. or is that like kind of needed for the growth too? I think it's a twofold. Sometimes okay. I look and it's like once it's out, mm -hmm. you can't take it back, and I'm like, oh my god, now you know I knew that was a sore spot, and I did yeah. that. So it's like, um, oh my god, I lost my train of thought. Um, 
those down that moments. Down times can yeah. be because we could be like, oh, what we laugh about now is mm-hmm. like when we have a disagreement, we we could laugh and be like, oh my God, do you remember like ten years ago yeah. if this would have happened? Oh my God, we probably would have ruined the whole weekend. Right. Wait, well, now we just look at each other. We like, you know what? I ain't gonna. He'll laugh you. or I'll uh-huh. laugh. Or he'll say something funny or do something funny or okay. I'll, you know, be punting and punt, punt, uh, pointing at him and poking at him. Uh-huh. And he's like, don't talk to me now. And I was like, I'm just gonna poke at you, poke at you. Because I'll I be like, consciously, I mm-hmm. am not gonna do this whole weekend. something that's so smart. Yeah. And I think like, oh my God, that that's was gross. a good weekend. And mm-hmm. then that weekend, it's not worth it. Yeah, that's gross. So, and then the other thing is we are big on is downtime, his mm-hmm. time and my time. Too, I uh-huh. think people think, you know, when you're married, you got to invest <laughs> all your time together, yes. all your time together. But no, people forget that he's an individual oh, and I'm wow. an individual. Okay. Inside of this marriage, it's not just mm. us. Just mm. like um, when we go places and they always be like, hey, James' wife, hey, James, hey, James' wife. Mm-hmm. Till I had to, you know, start saying hi. My name is Darlene, Aww. or you can call me Mrs. Jackson. Yeah. But I am an individual oh, also. Yeah. James is my wife, but acknowledge me as me because I contribute and pay a part too. Yeah. So even stuff like that, it's like, uh, you know what? We say, you know what? Make up to have another day happy. We're not fit to do this. Aww. We're not fit to do this. Uh, we also started a... Um, to help with that, we started a, a thing where we do a check-in. <gasps> oh, like, my gosh. Like, um, when we kind of feel like yes. it's a little tension. Or sometimes it's not always tension, but Still. especially times when it's tension. Yeah. I would be like, hey, we need to talk. Check your feelings at the door. Oh, my goodness. Which means I may have to say something that may be hurtful. Yeah. You may have to say something that may be hurtful. Right. However, if we don't have this discussion... We're either not going to grow past this, what we're going through, mm-hmm. or this can be a, a major hindrance in us going forward. Uh-oh. So, yeah, we, um, we learn to do that. Check so we, in. Th- that's for those hard conversations that you don't want to have oh, because, no. you know, it's either too sensitive or it's just some things are just hard to talk about. Mm-hmm. So we would do those check ins. We would try and do We was trying at one time every month to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you know, life, life and life and hits you. sometimes. But we are, you know, check in sometimes. I just be like, hey, mm-hmm. how you doing? Yeah. No, how you really doing? Absolutely. And we need to talk. No, I want. This is the time I need to go deep. It's not surface level. Yeah. I want to go deep. Ooh, like what's surface. really going on? Because a lot of time we put on that mm-hmm. mask. You know, I'm doing well, mm-hmm. which can be your. You are doing well. However. Some certain things could have happened in your life mm-hmm. or, you know, recently. Yeah. You're like, I don't want to bother them Aww. with this. But if you let that faster and let that faster, yeah. well, this is supposed to be my help me. Yeah. This is supposed to be the person that I go to Absolutely. if I can't go to anybody else. Yeah. So my heaven knows me, that opens the door to even further let them know you really can talk to me about anything. Oh, that's because we know this is not a meeting to, I'm not trying yeah. to get you're not trying to take a jab at me with having this meeting because we know we want we can be better than this and we want to resolve this and we want to move forward so having a hard conversation and setting aside that time is absolutely necessary that reminds me of evaluation at work so this yeah. is like a job it's kind of like, yeah. 
How's my housework? You know, am I doing my wife? I know, am I wife? Mm-hmm. But if you don't have them conversations and if you're thinking everything mm-hmm. is fine and well, and especially if you're in a relationship where you don't feel like you can go to that person, yeah. then you're suffering in silence. That's true. And that's not good. It's, it's not healthy and it's not good. That's true. So have okay. those tough conversations, oh but create the atmosphere yes. where you feel safe in ha- having so those So a safe space, safe haven. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so the next one is, what does it take? I probably have to break that down. So the previous question was, how did you know about marriage and how to keep it successful? And I guess I was following up. So what does it take? Mm -hmm. I guess, can we break this down from an individual point of view to a partner? You kind of build up to it, but just, I guess, a generalization. What does it take for marriage, especially in today's time? I think, again, you kind of have to keep uh well faith is obvious um uh a must uh that commitment every day hey i choose you again i'm still in there we're still in this together Mm -hmm. i also uh think that um taking a self-stock you know looking at yourself you know where are you how are you doing as an individual Mm -hmm. is it anything that you need to be working on Mm -hmm. that can uh benefit not only you but your marriage you know Or your partnership, is it anything where you need to pick up? So those self-assessments mm. are also necessary too. Like, you know, what journey you're on? Like right now I'm on a journey of being the best me that I can be. Yeah. And that and that pushes me to, you know, dive further, you know, like not just I'm a good person, mm-hmm. but why am I a good person? <laughs> you know, why do I do this or why don't I do that why do I like this and don't like that? Hmm. So to kind of like find those the root of where I get this from mm-hmm. or how did I become this way or why am I this way? Mm-hmm. So taking that journey of self-discovery and self-assessment, mm-hmm. I think that's good as an individual. And then I think also as a couple mm-hmm. to look at, hey, look where we are now. Are we way we thought we would be or how we saw ourselves mm-hmm. or is there anything that we could be working on because it could be better than what it is. That's so beautiful. it's continuing. You got to continue. Oh, It's a process. <laughs> it's a continual process. Okay. You know, and um, don't be afraid of therapy or asking Aww. for help, cause that plays a big a big part. Cause you know, like yes. me, uh, COVID year was a year where oh, I, I uh, picked up the phrase when the parent becomes the student, because my kids was already on this journey and stuff <laughs> that they would come to me, and I could take from them and be like, oh my god, I never mm-hmm. looked at it that way, or I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. So even. You can find knowledge in the most unlikely places <laughs> that you thought. But I am so grateful and thankful Aww. that I can even put myself in a position where I can even hear Aww. from my children, you know, to gain knowledge and wisdom from them. You know, we think as parents, our job is to raise them and to teach them. But 2020, <laughs> I became the student. Oh, wow. I needed my family to oh, rally wow. around me and they came through. And yes, I can ma'am. contribute to my journey. It's kind of like they gave me that push yeah. out there. And I took the reins and I'm running with it. And yes. I am enjoying so Aww. much that I'm learning now 
Yes, mom. Just from the avenues, you know, them teaching me the podcast yes. and they're putting me on to Facebook groups yes. and stuff. So it's wherever <laughs> you can find wisdom, yeah. as long as it's it's good you. wisdom. Yeah. You know, and nobody's, you know, I don't, I don't need you to teach me how to ruin my marriage, so I'm not going to take unwise That's wisdom. True. So as long as I'm, I, I can hear you mm-hmm. because I see you, yes. then I can take wisdom from there you. There you go. But I like not that. Not everybody you can That's do that because some people you can't hear because you can see them. I see. And I got that you. was the word the Lord gave me this year because every year he gives me like a theme. <laughs> and this year was like I want people to hear me because they see me yeah. in my life. And not to not hear me because they can okay. see me in my life. Uh-huh. So even that you. pushed me and stretched me further to like, hey, you got to tighten up on your walk. You yeah. know, dive deeper. Yeah. Go deeper. Okay, mom. So don't think longevity means that you've got it and you got it yeah. all together. Because uh-huh. it's a process which oh, is yeah. ever evolving and learning and Always. moving. So just remember that. It doesn't okay. stay the same. Okay. You're not going to have... Fireworks every day. Just think about the days that you have the, 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 the snowstorm. Oh, Lord. So enjoy that. You can have happiness in the snowstorm. That's storm. true. You're so, right. Oh, my goodness. As long as you're committed to it, hey, you can be happy with the sunshine and rainbows the same as you can in the snowstorm. That is so true, Mom. So. And even on TV, they'll show you happy, happy, happy. Yeah. And then when it's sad, it's the worst land. So it's like... Okay, where's that big picture of? taught you what yeah. to do on those stormy days. <laughs> you know, it's like, just leave it. I don't have to put up yeah. with this. And it's true. You don't. So uh-huh. what can you do to make it better? Right. Is it, is it something as simple as, I'm going to apologize? Yeah. Or is it simple as I can go back to that person and be like, hey, I, I missed it. Yeah. I, I kind of like missed that. Yeah. Give me a chance. I want to do this over. Yeah. Hey, let's try this again. Mm-hmm. And something as simple as that. It, 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 it be simple. A lot of people get remarried because they realize, oh, that was so simple. Uh-huh. And you was the one for me and mm-hmm. it's nothing out there. So mm-hmm. you are so right. Mommy, that was so good. Okay, so let's see. Um, I talked about mom. talked about marriage. Okay, um... And you may, mom, your answers are so good. You're answering all the questions. So who taught you how to be a mom? Did it really come from being an auntie? I see a book from zero to five, how to parent. I even remember y'all reading a parent book. I know there's God. Or is it the moment that child is in your arms? It just clicked. <laughs> I, think I, I think I became a mom when I first got my first baby doll. And I was a little girl when it didn't matter. She black, white, Hispanic, or whatever. To this day, I still tell my mom. She has this story about one of my dolls. Oh, my God. One of my (laughs) favorite dolls. She bought me a baby alive. Yes. But what she didn't do was I told her, you have to buy the food so that this dog can eat. And right then, you know, it's like, I'm not going to spend money on that play food. I need to put real food on the table. So... From my first baby doll, that doll breathed life. That doll was alive. It's that baby alive. But that baby alive, I took that literally like this is a live baby. She didn't buy me any food. Mm -hmm. We ate dinner. Mm -hmm. And when I went in the room to play, I realized my baby was hungry. She didn't have any more of those little play packs of food. So So I went and got some flour and water. And I made a paste and I fed my baby. You know, if you didn't rinse that stuff out, <laughs> it would draw bugs and stuff. And I just know my mom was like, the house was smelling and nobody knew what was smelling. Mm. They thought it was the trash. 
it wasn't a trash. And then I went to school one day and I came back and my baby was oh, gone. No. You know, they found her in not so good condition and she <laughs> tossed my baby. And from then on, I think it was just solidified to <gasps> me. If I ever get another baby, mm -hmm. I'm gonna take care of her so well. My mom's never gonna throw away another mm -hmm. one of my babies. So that I learned beautiful. then the food became like uh, balling up pieces of paper, putting yeah. it in a bowl, uh -huh. putting it in her mouth, or just putting it to her lips, yeah. pretending she was gonna eat them. So, but I mean, my babies, they they ate, they mm -hmm. went to school, we went on <laughs> vacations, I lined chairs up. We've taken Aww. plane rides, train rides. It was in you. My, from the beginning, mm -hmm. it was like, I'm going to be the best mom ever. I don't think it had anything to do with my mom. That okay. wasn't the tear. Like, you know, I didn't have such a horrible yeah. mom that I knew. Okay. It's just those babies. It just was something I was just going to take care of my baby dolls to the best and of my ability. If my brothers came and they was working with them, <laughs> I would be crying. They would take their heads and put them on oh, each other dolls, turn them backwards. My dolls had life to me. Aww. So I think from then on, it's that journey was to like, I'm going to be a good mom mm -hmm. and I'm going to be a good wife one day. Oh, yeah. And I just think that just and was my stood. path yeah. to go. You know, I, I I thought I wanted to go to school mm -hmm. for business administration, but, mm -hmm. you know, that wasn't in it. Then I thought I wanted to go to be a teacher, mm -hmm. but then doing my um, internship, you know, the kids are over there and I'm over here. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're taking the hands on away from me and I was like no so what I did was I opened my own family home daycare Yay. so that I can instill in those kids because you know kids all kids just want to be loved yes, and somebody that loved them absolutely so I just think from a child that it was just it was just ingrained in me and then when I had my nieces and nephews oh, yeah. and my husband's training nephews, and I just think with each each child we was presented with it was just preparing us more uh -huh. and more until we got oh, our yeah. homes. Oh, yeah. up so, next. And I think we was, we was pros by <laughs> yeah. that time. Y'all had so, it. Yeah, you know, okay. you, you look and you kind of see, you, you, know, you know, my mom, she was a hard worker. Mm -hmm. We never missed meals. We may not have what we wanted. I know. But, you know, we, if, even if she missed a meal oh, no, because it was only enough for me. us, you know, that's the sacrifice oh, she God. made. So, looking at my mom, my mom did the best I know. she could Absolutely. with the tools that was that handed she to had. her. You know, Absolutely. single mom, my, my, my dad was out the house at three when I was three years I old. Know. So single mom raising mm -hmm. six kids. She oh my did. God, she did a job. She definitely did, Mom. A job. And today I hail her my shero. Absolutely. To this day. Good, bad, ugly, oh, yeah. flaws and all. Oh yeah, mama. Because when I look at it, I say, you know, well, she, she could have did yeah, this and she could have did that. Fair. But then when I look it's back and say, but she didn't know. Exactly. But what she didn't have access to exactly. that. Exactly. So grace. then God gave me the grace yes. to look even at my mom grace. through new eyes and eyes of love. Yeah. He was able to open the door to even let me connect that yeah. with the memories that I had uh -huh. to say, oh my gosh, yeah. she did a heck of a job. She could. She yeah. did a heck of a job. Mm -hmm. And that was the part of the self-assessment. Yeah. Even going back to mm -hmm. why am I like I am? Mm -hmm. Why do I care like I am? And yeah. that was one of the things was, why am, why is being a mom so important to me? Oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. And I take it back to that first dog being yeah. taken away from me. Uh-huh. I did it something bad. No I didn't take care of my baby right. And mm -hmm. it was like, I ever get another one. Oh, yeah. She would never have to throw another one away. <laughs> it was so good. And she didn't have to take another one away until nope. I met this guy here. And she told him I was playing with baby dolls with my <laughs> little Hey, you happy? 
But you know what? Today we have the Sims. That's still baby dolls. So we still playing with our dolls. Mom, that was so beautiful. And I had to realize that too. It's it's easy to say, what what you have now, internet, da da da. No, let's go back with the same tools that were there. And what could you have done? Not only the tools, but let's look at the time. Yeah, the times has changed. Absolutely, we're so quick to judge people to where we are now. Absolutely, but you have to you have to to look back retrospect. Where is this coming from? And what was the circumstance Absolutely. around it? And then I look, oh, well, back then, it was, you shoes. know, don't tell. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's business was in the house. Oh, yeah. So, you know, so where would she go exactly. for, for everybody <laughs> back then? You know, if everybody's on Section 8 yeah. and welfare, then that's the whole village is there. Mm-hmm. So where are you going to get any extra information from anything? So, you know, I had to look and say, well, given the circumstance yeah. and the time, did it. you know what, man, my mama did a Y'all heck of a job. Did. Absolutely. Kudos. Hats off. People, job well done, Y'all did it. She kept her kids. There's kids in the systems. You hear so many horror stories. Right. Y'all, y'all yeah. did it. Y'all did it. So, good grass. Okay, so the next one is, um, we talked about this before, but this is going to be for the podcast. If you could go back or however you want to phrase it. Would you have done any moments different? And I think you kind of gave a two-part answer to that. Uh, I think you kind of said, no. But what I wish I would have known this. or It was a way that you kind of phrased it. It was kind of like, no. It's like, one, it's like, I... If I could, I think I would have stayed home maybe two yes, years. Yes, that was it. Before I moved out and immediately I yeah. graduated uh-huh. and I moved out and started life. And right yeah, then, right away. 19 years High school ago. to life. 18. 18. 18. I got married when I was 19. That was the next year. 18. Uh-huh. I graduated June and we was moving out in July and life started. Wow. So I think I would have stayed home just a couple of more years. Especially after being responsible wow. for somebody else, my husband and I, which is a it's it's a good and a bad. Yeah, that's how you if were you working look, it. I look and say, you know, everything was for a reason. Absolutely. I think it probably made us even more oh, responsible and I pre- think more prepared so. for life. Yeah. Then you know, my friends uh, party. Yeah. And, and, and then life like slap them a little later. So <laughs> that's kind of one thing I kind of like. Wish I would have yeah. like, stayed home like two years. Yeah. But you know, me not doing that, God uh-huh. gave me this daughter named Jamisha. <laughs> yeah. And I think he probably let me see this is what your life would have been like. <laughs> so I think Aww. I get to see kind of like this is what it would have been like through you. Mm-hmm. Just looking at your life. Yeah. And the other thing that I absolutely would not hesitate one moment yes. is putting TVs in the bedrooms. I just kind of felt like that was like the beginning of the dismantle of the family unit because there's so many times that I would come in and I would walk by everybody's bedrooms. There'd be five TVs on in the house and they're all watching the same show. Mm. And I'd be like, we're all looking at the same thing. Let's go up front and look at it. And everybody's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So I think it kind of started dividing the family up. We, We raised... Uh, our kids, we ate dinner together. Uh-huh. 
Um, you want to eat in the room. It was kind of like, I'm going to eat in my room. Mm -hmm. So nobody's eating at the table. So I kind of just kind of feel like that was kind of like the beginning of the division of family. It. And I definitely would not put TVs it. in bedrooms. Okay. And you know, Boston don't have a TV in the kids' room. So I, I think he keep that, heard you, you on know, that. This is going to keep, at least we're going to still come together at some point yeah. in the day. Because you're going to want to look at something. But once the TVs came in, you know, we're at work, the kids at school. Mm -hmm. And then when everybody come in, now they're going to watch their shows. So it's like, when do you really spend time together? You're, you're crossing so, each other. So it's like, Except for the yeah, weekend. ships in the night. You're like and everybody resting. Yeah. So when you literally, people like, how are your kids doing? You're like, they all right. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Because you have to go on Facebook. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you know, check true. in and see because you're just missing each other. That's true. You know, you're just living under the same house. Like, and I, the dinner table was also a chance to check in. Yeah. How was your day? Yeah. What's going on? You actually had conversations. Still mm -hmm. had conversation. Now it's just, you know, you ask a kid, well, how you doing? I'm good. It's like, yeah. okay, but you just come from school. I, I expect you to share a little bit more. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I remember that hey, too. they're more quick to share with Facebook Strangers. than the way they will the family that they're living with. That's what so happened, I Mom. I just think that was just the beginning of the dismemberment You're right, Mom. of the family unit. Not, yeah, worldwide. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what it yeah. was. I think that was the beginning. And then the computers village. just kind of destroyed the like Just opened the door, you know. The TVs, you oh know, knocked God. on the door and computers just knocked it down. Because you have grandma, auntie, uncles, that family kind of went, but then it destroyed the actual mm -hmm. family, mm -hmm. mom, dad, kids. Mm -hmm. I do remember that. I remember us. I didn't like your TV shows, mom. <laughs> I hated it. Why we got to look at black and white? Why we got all the characters were white? I just could not understand. Why are we looking at white? She was like, this is all we had. I'm like, there's no black people on here. Then we got the Cosby's and stuff. And it was like, okay, they go all right, people. And it became all, more. You know, was black yeah. Here we go. So I just like, like, but I, I'll be telling you, I like, relate with them. It's like if you didn't have anything else, <laughs> we wouldn't true. know that there is black actors because that's this is all you had to us. So wow. this is what we grew up mm -hmm. on. I got you. I see that. Okay, so the next one. Um, what do you think about motherhood today? What I think about motherhood today has it. I think However, you want to answer definitely that. Definitely different. Okay. From my mom, uh -huh. my mothering. Oh yeah, you've seen three generations now, now. I think this generation of mothers is kind of like I seen what my mom did and how my mom raised and stuff that I didn't like that mm -hmm. my mom either made me do or didn't make me do. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna allow my kids to kind of like <laughs> plot their own journey. And let them figure out where it's gonna go. Yes. Well, some things I, I some know. Things that I don't. So I there know, is mama. definitely a gap in my mothering, and I say the last maybe five years that has changed. I don't know if it's a new movement or you know, hey, let's you know, mom them just follow, follow, follow what their moms and their moms did, and now we're gonna do it differently. But um. I still think kids need structure, and okay. I still think kids need guidance. Okay. Um, I, I just not in agreement with parents. It's like just let the child, you know, yeah. figure I it agree out with that and, too. and you know, hey, whatever he that decides, too. that's his business, this is his life. Yeah. But you as the parent is the guidance 
That's true. kind of steer them. We're not telling you to make every decision for your child, but I kind of think that structure is there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Protection. So Absolutely. That's the biggest difference that I think in parenting today. Versus then? When um, I- discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's like obsolete now. Like, but, Mike, can I say sometimes I don't think it worked. Some kids got beat a lot and they were still bad. So, don't you, you kind of have to know your well, child a little bit, and too. I even would judge myself as parenting in the past mm-hmm. with my kids. Where uh, I agree with you're going to get spanked if you did something. Yeah. Fast forward to my grandkids. It's, they really didn't mean it. Or go sit down. And the kids, the grandkids, it's like you get a chance to, to see, like, a do-over. You know, uh, <laughs> they do deserve a second chance. So I tell now I'm telling the parents that's wanting to get on to them. They don't care. They, they find now go sit down, go get out of here before you get in trouble. So it's like I don't think I don't think I spanked the grandchild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's what I'm, I'm like. Grace and mercy, grace and mercy. Yeah. Have grace and mercy on them. So maybe that's kind of like some of the things that I was like. I, I look back and say, you know. <laughs> when she wanted to go to that party, maybe I, maybe I should have not, you know, said no, or did I, did she really deserve a spanking? So I think grandkids is a parent's way of saying you get a do over. So some things that I even did with my own kids uh-huh. and my grandkids, I'm like, no, I'm not doing that with them. Or, you know, okay. hey, I see how that didn't work. Yeah. So I'm going to try it this way. Okay. So I, I really think it's a do over, but there is definitely a difference oh, yeah. from parenting, even my parenting mm-hmm. before in this new generation. Some of the things I'm on board with mm-hmm. and some of the things I'm just like, oh no. So there's a big, yeah. Yeah. And it, so it's changing with the times yeah. too. Gotcha. Mothering with the times. Okay. So the next one is. So much is changing with the times, Demisha. You think so? I think it's more of this. The whole world kind of like seems like they're on a journey of this is how I see world, or this is how um, I see my relationship through my eyes. And I think they're looking at this is what parenting looks like through my eyes. Yeah, my mama did it that way, but I'm setting a new path. Ah, and I get what I you're think saying. It's like that, even so, it's individual. Well, yeah, I think just I think the whole world is on a journey. Like that was okay. <laughs> we know that was how that worked back then. But hey, okay, how, what does it look like to me? I'm gonna define it on my own rules and my own terms. Okay, and I think the parenting fall in that in line with that. So, mm. I, so it went from cookie quarter maybe yeah. to So Now it's just like, hey, even like we say with marriage, uh-huh. you know, even you know, growing up, what what I didn't see with my mom, so yeah. I didn't get it there, and I some know. of the stuff that I did get with church, I'm like. Yeah, but now what I'm learning is like, <laughs> where was this 20 years ago? I needed you to be on chapter five, and you only shit stayed on chapter one and two. So, but my husband be like, better late than oh, never. Absolutely. So like, I just kind of feel like I was it's okay. wrong. It's okay. And then you know, you'll come back and Yay. say, well, do you really know what? You uh, could you have handled it if you had uh, like then? Or yeah. So that just kind of like settled me down and be like, okay, because that was my journey. I want to know why, mm-hmm. why you didn't, you know, why you didn't share that or why yeah. you didn't and tell that. Didn't know and now too. I'm like, okay, it was what it was. Yeah. Going forward, mm-hmm. this is what it looks like <laughs> on my turn uh-huh. and through my eyes. Oh, yeah. No exceptions and no explanations. I love that. As long as it's not going against my moral compass 
I'm good. I love that. And I think that's what the liberation. Seems like everybody in the world is on. Yes. So that's why I think it's that disconnect from this is what the coulda, 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 uh-huh. coulda did all your grandmoms and great grandmoms mm-hmm. to, hey, going forward. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. And maybe the stereotype of judgment mm-hmm. has been brought down because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, feel how you feel, right. but I'm still moving this right. way. So, Because like, that might have worked for you. Yeah. Like I was sharing with my husband the other day. I was like, we was getting marriage counsel from like 50, 40 and 50 year old people. And we was like 19 mm-hmm. and 20. And I was like, oh my God, where is the disconnect in that? Mm-hmm. And so I look and say, so, so some of the information we probably should have had yeah. like then. Didn't have. But then you was like, well, what if they didn't have the information? They didn't. They and, did. like, and I always tell you too, okay. y'all have wisdom. Now these people reaching 30, 40, 50 years of marriage, which y'all have following the guidance. Versus this my fourth marriage. So I feel like there was a trade-off for we got all the good juicy stuff, but y'all yes. have that wisdom. And wisdom so is what's gonna take you, you to this. It was like okay, <laughs> yeah. it is, it was what it was. Yeah. So hey, just move forward. Yeah. So that helped okay. me a lot hearing that because I was like, I'm gonna find the answers. <laughs> <laughs> and it's more readily available. So yeah. I don't think they knew. Well, yeah. I could just click a button and yeah. You said y'all had to go to the library and look at Rolodexes and stuff. Nobody got time for that. We just click, 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 and they go to answer. So it's just more readily available. Okay, so I think it's a few more, Mom. Let me scroll back down. Okay, this is a good one. So you're retired now. (laughs) Any work advice, retirement advice as you reflect back and... That experience and where you are now, like, what could you combine together as work-related advice or, or retirement? Retirement, well, the state that I am uh-huh. now is, like, just bliss. I love it. I am enjoying the space that I am now, Aww. that I'm in now. Um, That's so beautiful. As far as work here, sometimes I do miss it. What? Because I miss my good relationships that I had at the job. Okay. You know, the ones that I did have I at the see. job. I see. Sometimes I miss that. I see. But just the peace that, uh, that I'm having right now, it is just so priceless. Know. You know, I get up. Um, I never was a breakfast person, so <laughs> I go in there. And most of the time, if I am cooking, we're going to have brunch that day. But yeah. it ain't going to be breakfast. And then a new hobby that I got into, I don't even know if I should call it a hobby, nope. but my new journey is I'm gardening. Woo! And it just opens the door oh, for me I to just, that, I can just be out you there for flourishing. hours and hours flourishing. and hours and um, I'm just enjoying it. I think I put in, oh, the, I yeah, put in the you years. put in your time. And I sure think, did. you know, hey, I'm reaping the benefits Yes, of you it are. Now. Absolutely. And, Hey. I'm so happy for you. Why you be out there? I'm working and you work. We both working with you in the garden all day. You do so good with the garden, mom. Okay, so it was worth it. Okay. Um, let me piggyback on that. I do remember when you were working, you missed out on some mom things. Mm-hmm. Like I remember you mentioned in boss. Mm-hmm. Do you think today's woman is missing out on that motherhood because of work? And maybe that's the generation that we're seeing? What? Because you love on those kids at daycare because you're, you're filling that gap for mom, too. Well, not necessarily because I think a lot the world has changed, especially the last few years, 
so many people are working from home. Mm. They're starting businesses, multi, you know, successful businesses from home. Okay. I think um, with the pandemic, well, we went through what we're still Still. in. I think it opened the doors for where a lot of moms were missing that time with my kids being in daycare. Yeah. (laughs) But 90% of my parents was like, hey, I just want to pick them up, feed them, and put them to bed. (laughs) So I don't think this generation is like, on my days off, I'm going to keep my child home from daycare because I want to spend time with my, my kid. Where uh, my sister had opened up a daycare and she would keep my kid. And if I got called off from work, I'll call her the first thing. It's like, hey, he ain't coming today. I don't have to go to work. I'm keeping him with me. Because yeah. that's like time I know I'm not going to get by. Yeah. So, But I think with the women that's doing it now from home, I think they're getting the both for both worlds. They're able to, you know, to start their business, bring income in, as like well that. as, like hey, my kids are right here. You know, With the me. ones that's not school age are here. Yeah. And the school age, if they're being homeschooled, Absolutely. they're not missing it. Okay. So I think only the ones that I actually put that. them in daycare. Yeah. But it's a sacrifice, though, because like you were saying, some of the things that I was missing... Um, <laughs> with my son, that was my only son, mm-hmm. and you know, every, it seems like every time I would turn around and pick when I pick him up, it was like, Hey, you know, he's doing this, or Hey, you're doing this, and I'll get home and be like, Hey, James, she said he's sitting up, Hey, she said he do it, and he wouldn't do anything. And I was like, He's not sitting up, he's not rolling over. <laughs> and she was like, You know, he's walking. I'm like, Yeah, I tried, he's not walking, he's walking everywhere around here. And I had a conversation with my husband. I was like, this is my only son. I'm not having no more. I can't do this. This is wearing too much on me. And so I was like, you know, what can I do where I can be with him? Yes. And she was like, well, why don't you just start your daycare? And that's how I got there into daycare. She's like, hey, you can not only stay home with him, but you can also still, you know, have income. Yes. And that's how I got into it because it was just those pivotal moments yeah. of missing with him. And I'm like, that's I'm it. never going to get it again. Mm-mm. So that was like, oh, stay at home. Yeah. So it's like you can get the both of both yes, worlds. You can. So yeah. That was beautiful. So if that's your call, I don't think I got you. motherhood I is a calling for everybody. <laughs> I think everybody's a I mom, know, but I don't mom. think everybody has the calling that of motherhood. Yeah. Because being a mom is, you know, I you see. nourish and take care of. But I think that mothering is where, you know, mm-hmm. because I have five hours, it only seemed like they was here for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. So I got you. That's why follow your if motherhood uh-huh. is your journey, yes. you know, you'll make room for it. And if yes. being a mother's your journey, yeah. you know, you'll make room for that as well. Oh, that was beautiful, Ma. Okay, so let's see. You answered this already, so you can do a sh- very, very short answer. So you're a whole grandmother now, Glamma Deej. How is that different from a mom? And you usually give that one statement where I can spoil, it's a, it's a I can give answer. you a treat. It's a short Yeah, answer. that's very it fine. It's wonderful because I tell them moms and dads there have to you say go. no. Uh-huh. But being a DJ, I get to say yes I love it. That is I beautiful. I always have special treats and I always have snacks. Like now, the kids are coming over tomorrow and my husband is teasing with me. You ain't there rushing because I'm making a marshmallow treat. Look at you rushing. Why are you doing that? And I'm like, the grandkids come over. You're talking about, oh, me go. I'm like, you know when they come over, they expect that. And they do. But yeah, we get we get to have the fun part. We don't have to do the discipline or any of that. So that's how it's different. Okay. Nice and short and sweet because I know you piggybacked on that. So the next one says, you have a mom. Mm-hmm. Your kids, most of your kids are mom. The last one, you guys. 
and you have grandkids, is your role, you, the same for all three of those paths? No, it's not. Can you break that down as, as short, short as you like? I have a mom, I'm a daughter, which means I just have to be respectful. Not that I just have to be, but I'm my my commitment is I'm respectful and helping her wherever she needs help. That's my role with my mom. I'm not responsible for her. She's independent. She does everything. So I just have to be a respectful daughter and fill in wherever she needs me at. Okay. As far as being a mom, myself. Yes, even though your kids are moms. So what does that stage look like? We're parents. Parents of... We're parenting. Yeah. We're not mothering and fathering. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did say that. Okay. So now... That's the second role. role with that is just, if they come with us, it's like... Hey, baby, instead of doing it that way, yes. you have to do it Aha. this way. So our role is to come to for advice like a guardian. Okay. And as far as being the grandma, yeah. that role is just to Fun. spoil them. <laughs> always happy as that grandma house. Okay. I'm going to be that grandma way. They don't want to leave. I'm not going to be that grandma. It's like, why do I got to go? Know. So grandma house is definitely going to, and I'm not, grandma D's house yes, is going to be the house where all the grandkids want to come because they know it's the fun house. That is so, so those true. Those roles are definitely I love different. that. Okay. And when I say that, you know, I'm into spirituality. They call it the mother, the maiden, and the crone. Um, the maiden is just the young, you know, adolescence before she gets married. Then you got the maiden. It's a picture of her being pregnant. So that's a whole journey of its own. Then you got the crone. She has long, you know, white hair and she's older. And they're just explaining that mm-hmm. it is the woman. It is mm-hmm. female. She's a mother, but there's mm-hmm. different avenues than that. So that's why I went over mm-hmm. that one. Okay. All right. So let's see. Um, as a child, you always dreamed of being mom, being wife, yada, yada, yada. Is it exactly how you pictured it? Did you manifest it exactly how you I, saw? I you saw the future. Is, I didn't see the future. Okay. But as far as the journey, I think the journey has been and still is yes. on what I saw as a kid or what I thought I would because I oftentimes ask my husband, could you see 40 years back then at 13, 14 years old? Yeah. And... I couldn't see this far, but he would say, yeah, mm. yeah, I, I knew we would. So, and okay. I would say that I, I trusted and believed in him enough to, even though I didn't see the vision, yeah. I believed it, even though I didn't see the journey, I believed in his vision and he was a man of standard I who I didn't mind standing behind and going that on that now. journey with. So even though I didn't Finally have the whole it. plan, <laughs> I trusted him enough that, hey, if he said it's going to yeah. be this way, it's going to be this way. And he's never let me down. If we struggle, we struggle together. I mean, it's just mm, been, mm, 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 we look back and it's like everything you said, you said a house, you said four kids, you know, you said two cars, you said, you know, a nice neighborhood. And I was like, I didn't see the journey. I couldn't see 40 years, but I saw enough in him to believe that he wouldn't lead us astray. Take you there. That was beautiful. Oh, you made me cry. I finally got that. That's that was beautiful. Um, let's see. I asked you this the other day about dad. What makes you happiest? You can say all of those roles. You can name one thing. Whatever comes to mind as I far think, as this I question. Think it's everything. I don't oh. think it's just one thing. I just think it's the whole. Like you say, you know, yourself is the whole person, the wife, the mother. The cumulative. <laughs> the garden. Aww. My husband. And what makes me, what makes me most happy. 
fell out of chair. <laughs> he can do anything. He can. Y'all done heard me talk about y'all. Y'all heard me talk about Papa Bear. I mean, he, he, he Superman. Doesn't, he doesn't see it because it's he doesn't. Him. He really when you doesn't. Look as um. 13, he, want, he, he wanted me to be it's his girlfriend. It's a different guy. Like, no. Don't make him. At 14, you know, I would get my best friend on the phone. Hey, call him so I can talk to him. If my mom pick up, you say something. Yeah. So you wouldn't. But it's it means something when you see a school full of boys. Yeah. And you can see, like, he's no good. He's mm. no good. Oh, look at him. He's mad. And she's this. Yeah. And you see this one that's, like, just set aside. Mm -hmm. You know, he would be the one that's, like, um, uh, he wasn't a mean person, but he was, um, his statue, it just demanded respect. Mm -hmm. And it's like if we would be unruly in class and the, we're uh, being unruly and the teacher trying to talk over us, he was like, hey, quiet down. And, you know, everybody mumbling under their breath, we think he is, but the class got quiet. And then he would be like, go ahead, uh, Miss H., Go ahead, turn the class back over to the teacher. So it was just some quality. He had it. That was young age. That I just... He don't see it, but to trust somebody at 14 with something like, oh, my God. To trust him with my heart. Yes, and he didn't let it down. That's something that he has never misused my heart. I, I shared something with him. Oh, yeah. And trusted with him, like, mm -hmm. this is something so precious mm -hmm. that you have to, and without a moment, mm -hmm. you know, him to get the help I needed or whatever. Yeah, and to be able life. to trust, it was like, yeah. So that it was, was just like, what makes me happy is just like being together, oh. doing stuff together. It's not, just like I tell them, it's not like we don't have to go on this extravagant vacation. We can yeah, build mom, something you're in not the backyard like that. together. My it's just like that. The, the, the togetherness mm -hmm. because it's we never simple. was like party people. Yeah. We never drinking and yeah. and stuff. So we always was family oriented. There what, you, what that's are we going to do for our family to word. have our kids have more than what we I had, gotcha. experience more than what we had? So just pouring into other people yeah. okay. is where I get my happiness from. Okay. Because even if I won the lottery, yeah. having you that money would make me happy. What would make me happy is seeing a person in need and to see how helping them would change their life or how it would affect their life. That's where I get my happiness yeah. is helping and being available to other people. To the fault of a to the point of a fault yeah, to way you learn i were like okay me later yeah me later i'll get to me yeah and learning no yeah I gotta take care oh of she first. say it so <laughs> it's, it's, it's just helping other people yes, being you know together with my husband doing things together okay i like gardening i love i know reading. yes yes i get and it from you me a puzzle and you don't have to worry about uh -huh. me so i even bought this little thing say it's the simple things yeah in life. mama that's you it's really that it's really is you things. It's, I'm not materialistic. Mm -hmm, you're not. I'm not money bound. You're not. I'm not label. You're not. I'm not a label you're hoarder. Not, mm -mm. So it's just the simple, simple things thing. that that would touch my heart, gotcha. pour into my heart. Like I say, I want to hear your heart. Yeah. So when I can pour into people or uh -huh. hear somebody's heart and I can fulfill that, yes. that makes me so happy Aww. to being able to hear a person hard and fulfill a need thank you that was beautiful mom mm -hmm. my mom is not extravagant i would get her expensive gifts my dad would get her expensive gifts she will take a bag just make me a card make you a card mm -hmm. she really is it comes from your heart so it's that's my mama she was the simple things, things. Well, you know this card <laughs> she made me this card Aww. and to this day 
my they had I had a file cabinet mm -hmm. where the kids had to um buy me a chest. Yes. Because to this so day much stuff. everything that they made <laughs> from school, all throughout their school, yeah. I have a folder she for each it. child and each the each of the grandkids uh -huh. up until I uh Tati and CJ. Yeah. I, even, even if they make me stuff now, she it's still in the it. chest. Because mm -hmm. I treasure those things. Yeah. Those, those what means the most. You're right, Mama. Not, don't give me the money. You, let know. me hear your heart. That's true. You're right. So I took a little bit of that. I still have every birthday card or card, graduation card, even from uh, Uncle Mark. Mm -hmm. I went through the other day, and it brings back so mm -hmm. much emotions and memories. Like, I literally kept every card. Mm -hmm. So you... You got a point on that. Every card and every it letter. It means something. Every letter exchanged between the two of us. Mm -hmm. yeah. To this day. To this day. Beautiful. Yeah. That's that a treasure. To this day. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> that is my treasure. Okay, let me see. Um, how, ooh, how do you deal with your kids? and the different thoughts of religion and health and lifestyle that they are living today. And you can also throw in, there's some, because this is a podcast for multiple people, there's some parents out there that may have kids that are living a different lifestyle, maybe boy on boy or girl on girl. So if you could just throw all of that into there. Well, or, okay, okay for you. Okay. Because it's still a different. It would be different. Me, it's a different, but just to come into the understanding of first, I had to realize um, we did an awesome job. We did an amazing job with did. our kids. We had to um, right. come to the, it, it was hard, but to say, um, okay, we're, I'm not going to take the apron off, but I'm definitely going to unloose the cords where you can't pull them. So that forced us to say, because if we keep uh, being the lifeline, the kids are going to constantly do this and they're not going to reach their full potential because they know anytime we call for mom and dad, mom and dad is going to be there on the, on the spot. Yeah, so that was I the biggest that. thing of, hey, we're going to push them to being the best that they can be. Now, in the case of emergency, we're here, but to give them a chance or to push them to figure it out for themselves. That was one of the biggest things. Mm -hmm. And in doing that, mm -hmm. we said, we evaluated and said, you know what? They're all doing good. Yeah, they're they smart. They're intelligent. They, um, they're going to make their way. They're going to make strides in this world. And um, to actually go from being a parent to parenting adult children, which means I don't have to tell you right from wrong. I don't have to scold you or discipline you. I'm just here if you seek counsel or advice like that's guardian. our role now mm -hmm. so in doing so it taught us to they're adults we're adults we can have different opinions but i can be respectful to you the same as i'm asking you to respect me yes. i'm going to ask the same thing of you okay. respect me as well and i think yes. if parents start looking at that and through the eyes with grace and mercy remembering you know i didn't have it together all at one time mm -hmm. and to remember you know what I may have not been into that, yeah. but I was into something else. Yeah. And you know what? By the grace of God, mm -hmm. look where I'm at yeah. now. So to okay. extend the same grace mm -hmm. to those kids. So it might be something that might be in temporary. Yeah. Or like I tell my mom, the best thing you can do is 
to just go in your prayer room, go to war, you know, hey, just look that name up. Because just like I tell you all the time, nothing I say, if you really believe in something, it's not going to persuade you. Mm -hmm. And you can't tell me if I believe in this and I'm flat footed, you're Mm -hmm. not going to persuade me to go a different way unless I want to or unless you want to. So why, why run the risk of causing discord? Well, don't say anything to me because you 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 stepping outside and you're not doing this. Yeah. I just say just at the end of the day, that's your child. Yeah. So love your child. You may not know what your you may not agree with what your child is doing, yeah. but continue to love your that's child. Beautiful. So if parents do that, yeah. I think it will it will cause a lot of um uh, relationships to mend or not be broken in the first place. That's true. Because some things our parents told us not to do, we mm-hmm. did. But mm-hmm. then when we become parents, we think that the kids are supposed to follow the blueprint to the T. I know. And if they don't, oh boy. Oh, yeah. And so by having that grace and mercy, you're saying too, I may not agree with it. Mm-hmm. However, I respect you and you respect me. And mm-hmm. if that means, hey, don't come to my house doing X, Y, Z or with X, Y, Z. Then if you set that up and mm-hmm. they know and if they're going to respect you. Yeah. Then there it goes. We got we agree on that, and then the relationship. Hey, there's no brokenness in the relationship. So just allow for that grace and mercy, and allow them to grow in their own space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gave them the blueprint, but sometimes they might want that second blueprint, mm-hmm. or you your blueprint might be a one story <laughs> house, but they want a two story yeah. house. So give them grace to oh, look over the fence and see what else is over there. You brace them to stay in the fence because it's safety. But what mm-hmm. if they want to peek because they hear something on the other side? <laughs> so give them grace if that's what they're going oh. to. By all means, don't. If you see them, oh, my God, doing something that's going to be detrimental, then please step <laughs> in. Yeah. But if not, you know, just let them make their own way and just be mm-hmm. respectful, you know, one into another. And, and I think you, you guys, you know, you guys are prosper. Gotcha. Now, I know y'all see me on the phone and YouTube and stuff. I have reached uh, just a period of just learning and absorbing everything from relationships to being a mom, just phases that I'm not even in yet to spirituality. And I'm just like absorbing it all. I have so many different folders, honing it in on motherhood. I was reading an article about unexpected or unmet expectations of a mom and a child. And I was just like, oh my God, a mom had a child and it was not anything <laughs> like she expected. Right. And she almost kind of oh, was man. remorseful about it. And I didn't even know that was a thing. Wow. Like you that expected like it to be this and it's, and it's not. And I was just like, oh my God. Do? That's where you allow grace and mercy. Allow space that. for that because it's different. Okay, you didn't expect it to be that, but now that it is, what are you going to do with it? You have two choices: disassociate yourself, yeah. or say, "How can we, um, how can we come together?" Yeah. So at the end of the day, just make the decision. Hey, if everybody, everybody wants to live in peace and harmony, so what can you do to keep that peace and harmony? Gotcha. And I remember I was talking to you the other day about, like, you know, you have multiple childs. What are you worried about? And he was like, "No, this is a new child. It could be like, a new thing." And, and I'm like, I was "Oh like, every my mother God. child. Each child is different." Like we joke all the time, you know, like, you know, we ain't worrying about one. Uh-huh. That's going to be the she one. She's going to be all Uh-huh. So every mother knows, just like I said, you have a, every mother have a relationship. 
people say, oh, that's the favorite child. Yeah. It's not the favorite child. It's just the bond. I know. This is the bond of this now. child, and that's the bond of that child. Same uh -huh. with grandkids. Yes. There's not no favorite. It's just you have a different yeah, bond. Yeah, I got you. You know, Shia is my first granddaughter. Uh -huh. We're going to bond over that. Oh, yeah. You know, but look, Tati is my Tati Tati. Mm -hmm. She is my baby girl's first mm -hmm. daughter. So that's just the How little bond and a, and a role she plays. So yeah. it's just different relationship and different roles that each child plays. Why it's different. Yeah. There's no favorite. favorite. That's why I tell the kids, I mm -hmm. was like, um, um, Jamisha, you know, you my favorite middle daughter. Don't tell nobody. Ain't no other middle. But don't tell your sister. Uh -huh. And then I tell Shanitra, you mm -hmm. know, you my favorite baby favorite girl. girl. Don't tell nobody. And my son, you my most favorite oh, son. Okay. And so now he starts saying, you're my most favorite mom. Okay. <laughs> the only one. Well, that was beautiful. Okay, so let's see. Um. Two more, Mom. We're going to wrap it up. What advice would you give women today as an elder? I'm going to say matriarch. I don't think elder was right. Matriarch. Isn't that like the head of a family? I'm an older woman. Older woman. Honorary mother of the. I think of matriarch as like, my yeah, you did it. Okay, okay, okay. My matriarch. What do you call the junior matriarch? <laughs> uh -huh. My sister. Oh, okay, okay. Honorary mother. What would you, especially all the paths that you've been down, what words of wisdom would you give to the women today? This could be just for us, people on podcasts, just a generalization. Don't go nowhere, Daddy. Y'all next. Okay. Well, just I just think um, with everything that I've learned, um, the most important thing, just like I was, my um, baby daughter uh, iced me, and I was saying, I'm learning to um, take advice, from people, you know, if people have advice from you, you can accept it. Just take and uh, store what's for you, you and what's not from you. Yeah, you can just let that fall by the wayside. Yeah. But um, to learn to just make space for something that's different. I okay. think we're all just afraid of something different. Okay. And just because it's something you've never experienced or whatever, don't necessarily just count it out because you haven't experienced or you I don't know. have any knowledge of it. Yeah. Don't count it out. Just make space for, okay, it's not the person exactly or the situation, the person or the circumstance. Just say it might be just a situation. So if we allow space, and, uh, space for differences, uh -huh. I think that would be a lot better that we all can take away from um we can all take away that things may look different now than how you did it and it's okay, okay. that's the biggest takeaway <sighs> just because it's different doesn't mean that it's bad it's okay it just may not be for you yeah so don't condemn everybody just because it's not for you just kindly say, you know, hey, that's not my cup of tea, and move it on. But don't yuck somebody else's yum because you either don't get it or it's not for you. Gotcha. So if we look at it in that way, hey, that's just not my path. Yeah. But you know, hey, I respect you, and I'm going to move on. So we just do that. I think it just be more harmony in the, in the world today. So do that, that and allow your kids to, they're going to make their mistake. I just saw a post, um, somebody posted on a thing saying, um, Parents, uh, you've done a good job raising your children. Now stop trying to do their homework. Oh, life is going to get them. And I think if we, if we <laughs> take them back, be like, you know what? Oh, 
raising you guys, we shield you from all the bad stuff, the disappointments. We didn't want you guys to see any of that. And that grew on to when you guys was uh, young adults and, you know, get moving out on your own. Your lights off here. Pay your light bill. You need to help pay your phone bill because we still like, I want to protect you. I want to shield yeah. you. But she said the they have to, they have to take their own final exam. Okay. They have to, fight, they have to take the learn. test themselves. So that is the thing. It's like, okay, parents, if you know that you've done a good job, let your kids do their own homework and take their own exams. They're going to be fine. They're going to be just fine. So that's, that's my big takeaway, yeah. and it's okay. And just make room for differences. That's it. I thought of one more. I'm sorry, Ma. I'm in a group of, uh, you know, I got my little spiritual groups that I'm mm-hmm. in. Uh, one of the girls, she's just going back in her childhood. And it's, I gave her advice, but I wanted to hear what she would mm-hmm. say. Um, she, her and her sister wanted to commit suicide. Oh. And she oh. tried to have a conversation with her mom to say that I don't think you loved us, both oh, of us. Man. And Jesus. as a mom, I don't know how that would feel on that side. I can mm-hmm. only speak for this side. Um, but I was just telling her, you know, she probably did the best that she could. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sorry that you didn't feel that love. Right. But I was like, we have internet and all this other stuff. We may know different ways of love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she could probably only mm-hmm. get what she would give. Mm-hmm. But I want to change the question into this. When you cook, you went to a daycare, they would say what? Get the child milk, juice, bread, vegetable, meat, yada, yada, yada. When you think of a child, what, what love, what are those categories of love? That that child sh- should have is it is it just like cooking a meal? Well, again, it's not a cookie cutter because you can have one child that can be sensitive, and you know that you have to uh, treat and raise this child a little different. Where you may have this other child super independent, mm-hmm. don't need anything. So that's again where you know and have a relationship with a different kid. So I don't think it's a cookie cutter to say, hey, if I do X, Y, and Z to each of these kids, I'm gonna get the same results because hmm. we all know that it's not it's the same. So. Um, with that, it's, um, could you say like as long as I give you a roof over your head, food over your well, table, I, I is it kind of like that? That, that, that means I me. love I mean, you. That's is it just like, that? like a given. If I have any kids learned. that didn't come from here, that didn't ice to come here, then me and my partner, husband, should already had this plan. Thank hey, we having this you. baby. What do we have in place that we're going to take care of this yes. kid? So yes. at least those the minimal uh-huh. things you can provide for the kids. Oh yeah. So if you I provide you. for them and then for that child, oh my God. Yeah. I can imagine both parts, the child and That's the mom. That's why I asked because I only know one side. A couple of years ago, where I wrote my kids a uh, apology you letter, did. where some of the things where I was feeling, oh my God, I dropped the ball on some things. She some definitely things I really, did. I'm my worst judge, and I kind of felt like she did in self-respect. Man, I could have did this better. I should have did this or maybe I shouldn't have did this so I just wrote a letter you know apologizing I'm not perfect I didn't make the every perfect decision so you know I'm sorry please you know forgive me for things that if I should have done and I didn't do or if I did that you know you disagree with but just to to share my heart with my kids on you know you guys are adults but Uh I want you to know that hey I'm not perfect. perfect so not even knowing that a couple of years later, we would all be on this self-discovery yeah. discovery journey, oh, yeah. you know, looking mm-hmm. back to say, you remember when Mama wrote us that apology mm-hmm. letter? Did, I didn't even know that COVID would come and we would all pause and start, hey, what about my life? Yeah. But not being above, hey, I, I, I made some mistakes. Mm-hmm. Hey, some things I did wrong. That yeah. I think that means a lot to kids to know, okay. hey, you're not perfect. And it also allows them to have a safe space to say, I can make a mistake. 
But if the, you know all you see is perfect and perfect and perfect, mm -hmm. you're not allowing that child to make mm -hmm. any mistakes at all. Yeah, so right. let them know that you could have, I could have told you something and I could have been wrong. Mm -hmm. Just because I'm a parent doesn't mean I'm right all the time. That's true. So I wrote the letters to say, oh my God, some things I got wrong. Yeah, I'm beautiful. sorry. That's beautiful. So for a mom out there who child may say, and I don't even know. Well, as she was talking to her, her mom didn't take it so well. And she kind of got argumentative and was like, you're just looking for love and all the wrong place. Do you think as a mom, if you kind of hear that, should you just sit for a moment? Or what? Whew. Maybe if you don't understand because it, you I won't be able to give it. The, the, I don't know the relationship. You know, it could be more into that. Not just that one thing, like all the particulars that even led up until them even wanting to commit suicide. You know, so I not having all of that insight, it's hard to give like an in-depth. But just to be available is what I, I can give. Lit to hear. Yeah. Listen, but listen. Apology at least. If that's or, how you or felt, I don't even I'm have anything sorry. For you to give you the chance to, hey, this is how I felt going it down. Up. Yeah. I can at least give you that. Now, give me a moment. Yeah. Let me take that I'll, in. And I, if I don't have it right then, to okay. come back to you. Okay. But every child should be able to come yeah. to a parent and say, hey, look, mm -hmm. you know, even though it. I know, mama. It doesn't always go how you play it in your head. You got some parents that defensive. And so one of the things yeah. that I learned in counsel was just to accept an apology that may never come. Never come. Oh, that was beautiful. If you don't feel that you can go to that parent or if you don't have a person you can confide in, sometimes it just helps writing it down. I've learned that Even too. if you got to write it and burn it. But just to get it out. Like sometimes, like I write and I, I don't share with it because a lot of it's just stuff in my head that I just need to get Ow. out. It's not like I'm writing to help somebody else. It's just something that's within me. It's too much. I just need to get it out. Sometimes I can do it to tell my husband, I don't need you to solve it. I just need to say it. Your job is to nod and agree. Nod and agree. Just to get it out, to say it, to help me. I'm not crazy. That was valid. That was valid. Okay, now that it's out. Okay, I'm good. Mom. That was so, beautiful. But please, parents, allow space for your kids if they need to come to you. Or when they come to you, be available and allow that safe space. You may not agree with it. You may not know what to do with it. But hear their heart because it's their journey. You can't tell them what did or didn't happen unless you were there. So allow them that. That's beautiful. Well, that was a really good wrap up because that's not the only child that I've heard right. say that about mom or dad. Right. And a lot like, of parents, it's hard to admit that they was wrong or I did it wrong. Okay. But like you. years ago, I learned, hey, I'm not perfect and I'm still learning. Okay. And even to more fast forward these years now, I'm learning like, oh my gosh. And then <laughs> when I come to you with it, you was like, no. Because <laughs> okay. mom, yeah. if you, you would have had it there, you, you was you ready? Do you think you would have been oh, yeah. ready? Or mm -hmm. how would you have known if you yeah. didn't have the tools? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm trying to judge my parenting by then with what uh -huh. I know now. <laughs> Okay, you're right, Jamisha. Again, the mother becomes the student. So you just allow that, that back and forth no, and open the door. Just allow the child to have a soft landing space that they can get their heart out. Even if you have to ice, give me a moment and yeah, I'll get back with you. Yeah, exactly. Because I know that to has admit, to be hard. I don't know what to do with that. Yeah. Just like, um, yeah. God forbid, if a child come to you and say that, you know, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with me and Mama Bear. I will be uploading another podcast with me, Mama Bear, Papa Bear, and my sissy poo. 
hopefully tomorrow. Um, so we had ended it by saying bye, but it stops at 59.59, 59 minutes, 59, 59 minutes, 59 seconds. And so you didn't catch the last part where mom was saying bye. So I'm going to go ahead and do my ending again. Like I usually say. It is 7.9 billion people in this world, yet you met me. This is not by happen chance. This is a divine meeting. Maybe we got each other well. If life is like a school, what lessons did you learn today? What class did you take today? Did you pass or fail a test or a pop quiz? If so, it's okay. Failing allows you to restudy any area that you're weak in so you could try again better than before and pass with a 100. Keep learning, evolving, and spreading love. And I hope you see the fruits of your labor. Namaste, love will stay. I always vibe high, babes. And this is Earth. Sometimes you are going to vibe low, but just... Just remember to get therapy, journal, talk it out, talk to someone, and bring your vibrations back up high. And I will catch you guys on the next episode. Bye! Thanks a million for listening. There's a million podcasts in the world. You clicked on this one, little this one, to hear what I have to say. I hope Universe has a special message for you. You can reach me on Linktree at forward slash love.mish. I hope you have a better than a great day. Love you! with your empty words, and yet I'm one of the lucky ones. People are suffering, people are dying, entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction, and all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you?